1: Beyond vast deserts and towering cities of steel and steam, forgotten groves and dark forests lay hidden in plain sight. The world holds its breath as each piece is set for the game to conclude.
0: With each step I take, I feel the strength of all those who came before me, running with me, guiding me.
1: With each step they take, The cracks grow wider, and the fractures deepen within her heart.
2: With each step I take, I feel myself on the other side of a mirror, and reality slips further from my grasp.
0: I hear the wilds, and feel who I am meant to become.
1: I hear the wilds, and change is balanced on the tip of a blade.
2: I hear the wilds. And know it is only a matter of time.
0: This is the Feywild West.
1: These are the spaces beyond the door.
2: Let's be legendary.
1: You guys get back to the night and head to bed, unless there was anything else you wanted to do before bed. How are the kids? They're both sound asleep.
0: Yeah, that's all we do.
2: Okay. Check on them, make sure they're actually in their beds.
0: I always check on them. Oh, okay. If you haven't noticed, I'm a little paranoid about that. Yeah. Kids, make sure they're okay, they're sound asleep. Okay, great. You have to be up at the butt crack of dawn again. So you do. You, yeah. yes, I do. <laughs> I personally do. Yes,
2: you do okay wait was i supposed to be there too no no okay
0: so i do get up Mm -hmm. really early Mm -hmm. i go to the bathroom and get food and eat something Uh and then i come out I i left you a cliff bar thanks
1: so you get out there and once again franya is just arriving i
0: made it yes i win i'm ready
1: and she just has you repeat the previous day's exercise with you focusing on two things as opposed to one thing and keeping them separate. And I'm not going to have you make checks from this point going forward on this type of exercise. Oh,
0: sweet. Cool. All right. Whew. <laughs> it was really, really mean for myself rolling and not being able to focus on a fucking rock.
2: <laughs> well, you did. Just the, the rock looked like bread.
0: Yeah, or The Rock. The Rock was great. I liked. I
2: liked. I liked mine, but yeah, I did like that. you try to focus on a rock, and you just think of The Rock.
1: The Rock. So Celine. Yeah. You eventually get up.
2: (laughs) Eventually, (laughs) I guess. Okay. Uh, Yeah, uh, I've been taking it upon my like. Did I make breakfast yesterday? You have this. Right, okay. <laughs> you were very put same, out. I do the same thing I did before. I was, oh, gods, I have to make breakfast. Servants make breakfast. And I'm just sitting, I'm standing there in the kitchen while they are making breakfast with, with a glass of orange juice. There might be champagne in it, who knows?
0: Dwarven mimosa.
2: Ooh, yes. I'm standing there with a the dwarven mimosa. <laughs> Woe is me! I must make black because my wife goes off without me every morning. You know, as you have for the past like two mornings. Three two. three two. Three? Two
0: mornings. No, it's been more than two. It's been a couple mornings, but I've been I've been late. Five right. too many mornings. I have
2: to do this myself. I imagine the servants, I know they're just constructs, but they're just, they're all just like, what the fuck is she talking <laughs> <laughs>
1: When they're not there, the servants have
2: parties. (laughs) Oh, I bet they have the best parties. And, uh, yeah. So eventually I do stumble out. (laughs) Is she doing okay by herself? Or has she wanted to come out at all? Should I ask her? Mm, Maybe. Just to check. Okay, so actually it was while we were eating bread. Do the kids come in to see this? (laughs)
1: Jarvis eventually just comes down to like see what, you, you know, mom's wailing about? Yeah, about and oh looks.
0: God. Got your number.
2: Jealous, jealous. do you understand the pain of my existence? Do you see what I have to do? I'm gonna
0: go
1: get Adrian up.
2: Okay, suit yourself. I'll be here in the kitchen slaving away at this trophy mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> of course there's a lot did you i go to the service did you put this orange juice in here just for color
1: (laughs) so wait a minute
2: wait a minute is there whiskey in this i like you (laughs) (laughs) good breakfast drink Mm -hmm.
1: so the kids come down and have breakfast
2: look at this breakfast that i had prepared for you thanks mom can't even fucking lie about that. Okay. You are very welcome. I do it out of love for you, my children. Jalas, are you going back to study with Talden? Uh, yeah.
1: They had some interesting books I wanted to look at.
2: Uh, what about you, Adrian? She shrugs. Are you okay here by yourself? She nods. Would you like to come out?
1: She turns and, like, looks at the door and shrugs.
2: Okay. <laughs> A child speaks in shrugs. (laughs) If you do want to come out, feel free to. She nods. Okay, I'm off to... Actually, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm off to do it anyway. Wish me luck. Good luck. And I will be back to make you dinner. I can make dinner. No, I would not dream of making you make dinner. Jealous. No, I will be back to benevolently... (laughs) Care for you as your mother. Wow. <laughs> I'm useless without you, Talia. <laughs> anyway, so then I... Okay, yes, I eventually make my way outside. Got
1: it. So, you come out to see Talia and Frania sitting in the in the grove.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Frania had told you that somebody would be waiting for you in the lore garden.
2: Okay. So that's why I'm going to add then. Yeah. Which are you focusing on? Um, I think I went simple again, so a stream
0: and a tree, and went from there <laughs> to see if that did anything.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, go towards the lore garden.
1: You head down to the lore garden, and sitting cross-legged right outside the entrance is Councilmember Zilvaka, the Firbolg.
2: Firbolg. Firbolg. F-ferbolg. My mouth does not like that word. <laughs> I don't know why. Furbold, Furbold. It doesn't it just doesn't like that word. What does he look like again?
1: He's about 69.
2: Ooh, yeah, they're huge. With I like put with, my hand over my eyes like a little up there.
1: <laughs> well, he's sitting cross-legged right now. Still I am like <laughs> a little up
2: there. <laughs> still I was way down here. Yeah. That's like still like at least like 6 feet tall.
1: Yep. And he has this grayish brown fur a very flat cow-like nose, Mm -hmm. and his ears are again, almost like cow ears, but they're more shaped and pointy. Okay. His fur color is reflected in his hair on on his head, Mm -hmm. where it's the same brown-gray.
2: Okay. Is he... Does he look like he's meditating or something?
1: No, he's just sitting there waiting patiently, and he sees you approaching. It's like, Oh, hello! Good morning. Good morning.
2: Uh, S- Silvaka, was it?
1: Yes, and you are uh, Celine Argent Gray. Uh,
2: yes, that that is me. Uh, huh. Y- you know, if your face is making all kinds of funny shapes, <laughs> you you must have many being. You are part of the council, right? Yes, I am. You must have very important things to do today. Not I really. I would not dream of. Keeping you from those things.
1: Oh, no, you're not keeping me from anything I'm at all. I'm
2: sure that. Uh, I'm sure. I know you are just being polite. <laughs> oh, please, there's no need to be polite. I'm. This is really. Shit. I uh, can't lie. I can't say this, this is not important.
1: Frania said that you needed help looking up Fae things in the lore garden.
2: Um. Did, did. 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 Is that what she said?
1: Yep. And she thought that. I'm be here, being the eldest of the furry fae folk. To so what? Furry fae folk.
2: What?
0: Oh, Celine's brain just.
2: Broke. Yeah, it did. You, you, you are you are about fey?
1: fae? Uh, according to legend. Huh. He stands up and tries to stretch, and then almost hits his head on the tunnel ceiling.
2: <laughs> oh no! You have, have you hurt yourself? <laughs> We don't have to do this today. We really don't have to do this today if you hurt yourself.
1: No, I'm fine. Do it every day, almost.
2: Shit. <laughs> okay. But I appreciate you taking the time to help me.
1: Well, come on in. All right. Remind so. me
2: what it looks like again.
1: It's underground mm-hmm. in a natural cave formation with a pool at the far end of it, reflecting... Blue light that scatters all over the cave. Okay. All throughout the garden are these overgrown bushes, flowers, and vines that okay. wrap around the stone tablets that are dotted all over. And the walls from the ground to the ceiling are covered in the same druidic runes.
2: Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay.
0: And I go in. God, you're acting like you're getting a tooth pulled or something. I'm going
2: to get a shot. I'm going to get my tetanus <laughs> booster, and I don't like it. <laughs> it's an
1: emotional shot. Are you. So you never seen Furbulg before, have you? N-
2: no, you as a first. You and, um, there was another one. Uh, Nosen, I believe. Oh, hey,
1: Nosen. He's my cousin.
2: Uh.
1: Or third cousin or something like that.
2: Well, uh, Gaspard really didn't say what sort of people we might meet here, so I suppose I should not be so surprised to see some sort of people that I had not seen before.
1: Uh, who is Gaspard?
2: Oh, it is what the has been called lately. Oh, is that so? Yes. Mm.
1: It mm. is. My god, it starts. Well, a new name. Good for him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was an evil laugh. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: But yeah, like I was, I was saying, according to legend, furbolgs are descended from the Fey realms.
2: Oh.
1: He actually points to a section of wall high up on the cave. I look
0: up! Wow.
1: No, uh, it's uh, right up in there. Apparently, it was some of the uh, Eladrine predecessors to the elves. Do I know
0: that? I, yeah, I'd say vaguely. Was it in that book that I read like way back when I first went to Air Pike Yeah, I think it was. So in- I would have probably told her. Okay, yeah. wait,
2: wait. Don't we have a copy of that book now? No. Oh,
1: not that no, one. No, not
2: that particular one. <laughs> the one's a day scale that girl.
0: <laughs>
1: no, not 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 the inaccurate one. <laughs> Upon their rediscovery of the Prime Material Plane, there had been many wars over who would hold it, and
2: the Material Plane.
1: Uh. Yep. Uh, apparently, there was some dispute over uh, what elves would get it. But uh, a few of the uh, Eladrine saw what was happening and uh, saw how it was harming the earth. And so to protect it, they bound themselves to it huh. and became the first Firbolgs.
2: Hmm. Huh. Neat. Don't know what to do with this information. Um, well, that certainly was informative. I should probably get back. Oh, phase either. No, I don't think she's gonna actually do that because it's like that's. N- oh, yep, yep. he showed me all this stuff, all this stuff about fur bogs, fur bogs, fur, f- fur? fur, bog, bog. That's the one. It's f- a bog. The
0: bog. <laughs> the bog. <laughs> Just say bog. B O G. Bog. 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 God! Bog. Fur bogs. Fur I'm gonna bog. call them fur bogs. Oh. I've been calling them fur face.
2: I'm calling them Furbogs. Okay, Furbogs. Because bogs. my mouth just hates that L next to the G. Oog. <laughs> Oog. <laughs> Ugh. Like, I'm gonna, like, puke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm gonna call them Furbogs. Furbogs, there you go. <laughs> and Celine also calls them Furbogs. Furbogs. There we go. Uh, what else do you know about Faye? Oh, well.
1: We got all sorts of histories in here. About dealings with the fey and the fey Wild, All sorts of uh, fairy tales, as I suppose you might call them.
2: <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> that's funny, you made a joke. It's not funny.
1: <laughs> then I suppose we have our uh, more recent dealings with the uh, Wild and its reconnection to the prime material.
2: Yes, what do you know about that?
1: Oh, well, I know a lot of people aren't too happy about it.
2: Uh, like Pixmause?
1: Yeah, they're one. They're uh, what some of us folks here like to call isolationists.
2: Uh, isolationist.
1: Oh? Uh there's a couple like them. But not many, thankfully.
2: Uh on the outside we call them assholes. That works too. I <laughs> like you. Uh so you need to know what a knife is. Shut up, you're not here. I'm hoping. You are not helpful. Get off my dick. <laughs> I suppose there's no way around this. I need to know everything that you might have cataloged about Night Fay.
1: Oh, well, just step up to the uh, pedestal over here.
2: Okay, here we go.
1: And uh, think think about the word Night fay and uh, we'll see if the, if the garden can pull up anything. This is so
2: strange. Okay, I do so.
1: All right. So, you do so, and the orb of light... Manifests over the pedestal, and then it actually splits.
2: Oh, did it do that before?
1: Oh, it does that sometimes if there's more than one like major result. Oh, and it splits off into like five pieces heading different directions, mm-hmm. all of them like different sizes. Oh gods. The biggest one hovers over the water of the pool to the opposite side. And hovers by a segment of wall with text on it.
2: Look at Silvaca uh, Silvaka. Like is it supposed to do that?
1: Oh yeah. Uh that's an old beast there. Yeah. Yep.
2: Oh, look at it <laughs> it's just
0: water. I can't can't I, can't I can't I will come out of my trance, I swear to god. <laughs> and I will
2: tell I will tell on you. I will tell I will, I will tell Fenia what you did and you will be in trouble.
1: Silvaka actually like goes over Towards the light, walking towards it as if he's unconcerned about the pool of water in between. Ah. And steps out onto the water and just keeps walking on top of the water.
0: Hey, neat trick. Uh oh.
2: Okay. Uh <laughs> I go over to the edge of the water. Uh huh. And like, look like I want to stick my toe in it. Touch my toe to the surface of the water.
1: It dips into the water.
2: Oh. So is that a druid thing?
1: Hmm? Oh no, just uh, step on out. What? D- step in it. I did. No, you stuck your toe
0: in. <laughs> Big difference. Um. No guts, no glory. No pain, no gain.
2: This is not pain, this is inconvenience. If I get all wet, that'll be close. I can, of course, I can. No hair, no haircut. Go. What? <laughs> <laughs> no rain? No rainbow. Yeah. I get, okay. Here's my here's my justification. It's not like oh, this will work. It's since this is not going to work, I can just digitate myself and make myself well try. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> I take like like I lift up a leg, like, and I look at Silvaka like, this is what you want, okay? And step out.
1: Okay, you step onto the water, and your foot stays above water feels like you're on a solid surface.
2: I like, not stomp, but like, stomp a little.
1: Yeah, solid surface.
2: Huh. Okay. I go over to where he is. Mm-hmm. I've seen weird elf shit, but you know, just, mm, yeah. Anyway, go over to where he is.
1: Yeah. Uh, here we go. Oh, this is an old piece.
2: That's what you said.
1: silvaca reads to you from the section of wall. hmm The origin of the Night Court Fae. How they were the progeny from Ludimir Imbrium, the Moonlit King.
2: As he is reading this, I I blot out, oh, the Moonlit King, yes, I know him. I know of him.
1: Oh, you read about him somewhere?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Something like that.
1: As uh, offspring of the Moonlit King and his... Wife, Sarastra Aestrum.
2: Wife? I thought that was his daughter.
1: It says here wife. Uh, uh. Since their creation, they have spread and intermixed with other types of fae. And there are five different types of what the script refers to as seely fae. Seely fae. And from what you're able to tell, that is the more human, or elf-type fey, what actually were probably the precursors to even the Eladrin. I see. But there are five types. Day fey, night fey, summer, winter, and autumn. Now, autumn, it's a little weird because the word that is used for autumn, Silvaka tells you can actually also mean spring. Which one is it? It's both. It's an in-between.
2: Oh, I see. This looks a little miffed at that, like, of course it fucking is. Continue.
1: <laughs> These have since gone to intermix to create several different types of fey. However, there has been noted a sort of general rule that day fey and night fey have never intermixed. Summer fae and winter fae have never intermixed. And that has led to this concept of there being a summer and winter or day and night court to the Fey in general.
2: What does it mean by court? Uh,
1: court usually means like some kind of uh, attendance of royalty or a structure of some kind of hierarchy.
2: A jurisdiction? Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, that, that's a word for it. Hmm.
2: What else does it say?
1: That's all this particular source says. It essentially took, like, a good five feet of wall to say mm-hmm. what I what I explained. Right. But he leads you around to the other ones, the other small sources mm-hmm. that had split off. And the other four talk about various tales of Night Fae. And you find that several of them list a common coupling between Night and Autumn Fae. But actually the most Common coupling is night and winter.
2: Hmm, I suppose that makes sense.
1: But you find tales of cities dominated by what is referred to as the night court or the winter court. Cities that are made out of pure ice.
2: Hmm, that would be something to see.
1: Another one is a city that only can exist in shadow, and if any light is cast directly upon it, it disappears.
2: How does anyone see in it? Doesn't say. That's not... I, I like down to the silvaka. That is not how light works.
1: <laughs> not in the prime material, anyway. <clears throat> Something we've been learning in uh, our forays into the Feywild recently is that uh, physics aren't exactly the same over there.
2: Wait, you've gone into the Feywild?
1: Uh, a couple times.
2: Uh, how do you get there?
1: A couple of the more powerful members like myself can uh, open doorways.
2: Boys, that must be a neat trick.
1: Uh, it takes a good deal of effort, but uh, yeah, it's been worth it to uh, explore a bit, figure out what's going on on the other side.
2: Hmm. Hmm. That's good for you. Uh, okay, what else? Continue, <laughs> please, Zelly. Trying to be nice.
1: You also find mentions of Seestra Aestrum. and... In a couple different places, you find different instances where it refers to her as the Moonlit King's wife or his daughter. But never both in the same instance. Which one is it? Uh, I couldn't tell you. This is confusing me, too.
2: Huh. Anyway. Maybe
1: it's two people with the same name?
2: <laughs> Shog. Maybe. That would be confusing, though, wouldn't it?
1: You think they'd call him, like, the second or something if it was...
2: Or Junior. So... After, like, you know, gone through, like, the histories, Mm-hmm. She's like, is there anything about... Not so much the history of Fae, but... <sighs> I don't know. How one is supposed to be a Fae. Uh...
1: Well, what do you mean?
2: Well, suppose you spent your life thinking you're a bog. Okay. And then you find out you're actually pout Night Fae.
1: Well, that'd be interesting.
2: So what would you do?
1: Well, me? Uh...
2: What would, you know, I, what would anyone do?
1: Well, what, I, what I'd what do is I'd just keep doing what I'd been doing. <sighs> I mean, what what does being Night Fae change about, like, who I am?
2: <sighs> That's what I'm trying to find out.
1: Okay. I mean, if I discovered I was part Night Fae, and, but it was something I had always been, but not like something I became, that... I don't really know what Baron that would have to do on the rest of my life unless I wanted it to.
2: Like, I give him a look that's like, I want to glare at you, but I'm not going to. <laughs> do you have anything on, not so much the history of Fae, but the nature of them, of of us?
1: Let's go back to the pedestal and ask.
2: Okay. Okay. So I step up to the pedestal and I tell it, find me how to be a night Fae. How about Fae nature?
0: Fae nature. It has to be a night fey 101. Night fey behavior for dummies.
2: Yeah.
1: So the orb forms and actually splits off into three parts. The larger one that you follow leads to a section that talks about flora that exists in the fey wild.
2: Anything interesting?
1: Plants that produce music when people come near, and then when they get too close, it eats them.
2: <laughs> I like giggle at that. Like, that's delightful.
1: Sentient bogs that produce their own little fairy lights to lure things into them. To eat them? Yeah. Nice! A flower that when you pluck its petals and scatter them to the wind, they form a tiny dancing figure for a few seconds before scattering to the ground. Huh. And several other types of plant that are mostly normal with just small quirks Mm -hmm. like one that like whispers nonsense to you as you walk by it. (laughs) Uh, A tree that can actually talk.
2: Oh, like in the rainforest cafe.
1: (laughs) And other types of mildly curious plants. Mm
2: -hmm. Anything poisonous? Oh, several. (laughs) Like any fun types of poison? Like you turn inside out? (laughs) No. Yeah, fun. There,
1: There is a note on fairy glades, which.
2: I was just gonna ask that. Continue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fa- uh, fairy glades, where several types of smaller fey, like pixies and stuff, will actually gather to live. And they tend to use a combination of their own magic and the natural plants of the fey wild to sort of defend their territory to a variety of different effects, but the most common being this effect that will cause the intruder to dance and dance and dance until they die.
2: Sounds right. Anything about oak trees with blue leaves?
1: It's briefly mentioned. It's just considered to be like one of the more mundane types of plants, just with an interesting color to it.
2: Hmm. Okay, so that was a book about plants. There's a wall about plants.
1: The next section you find, it's a much smaller section, but it talks about behavior. This is section basically begins by saying this needs more study, but it notes on the fey nature to be mischievous, mm-hmm. to be endlessly curious. Hmm. It actually talks about a significant number of what it refers to as minor fey, such as Pixies, Nixies, Kelpies, and it remarks as a general sense of, you know, mischief and curiosity. It also makes note of a tendency to collect small and curious items.
2: Hmm. I'm <sighs> just going to mind myself doing this to understand myself. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You okay there? Oh, I just, I... Uh... I spent 22 years of my life thinking I was human. I always had an inkling that there was something else besides human, but always with the assumption that it was human above all else. And then a few months ago... A few months ago, it was revealed to me that I am part Night Fae. And if that wasn't bad enough, now I'm a Fae Lord. I just want to understand more about what it means for myself. And no one knows anything about Fae, up until twenty years ago, the, before the door was opened. But this grove has been here longer than that. Longer than anything.
1: Just about the oldest thing around, we like to say.
2: And so I... I'm not even sure what I'm looking for.
1: Well, let me ask you. When you discovered that you were Night Fae, what changed?
2: Everything changed. How? It's a long story.
1: Not even noon yet.
2: <laughs> things that I thought were just armless little facets of my personality suddenly took on an entirely new meaning. Well, why? It was not just the fact that Celine Argent likes to collect strange things she finds, it is that night they do. Well,
1: that's an interesting way to think about it. Um... I like tending my garden so does my husband so does Aww. so does so did my father so did my mother so did her mother so so far as I can think about it every Firbolg likes the garden
2: so that is why you like to garden
1: I don't think of it as that's why I like the garden I just like the garden so what if everybody else liked the garden that's just something we had in common
2: yes but Firbolgs are not destructive evil creatures are they she kind of winces. Like I just said that. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I said that.
1: No, but are fae? Yes. Funny, I hadn't read that anywhere here.
2: I've experienced it.
1: So you've met all the fae. I've met. I should amend what I said before about Furbolgs not being destructive evil creatures.
2: Look at Jim. Kind of confused.
1: Everyone has a bad egg. And he nods over to a tablet that's buried in some vines. In that direction over there, you'll find a story of a furbulg that was a very, very bad egg. Actually, what he nods to is the same bit of stone that had the story of the origin of lycanthropy.
2: Wait, we read that story. Talia, and my, my companion, and I did. Was the druid that laid
1: the... He nods. So you've met a bad egg. Or three.
2: At like i counting on my fingers. Something like that.
1: Have you met any good eggs?
2: Possibly. Can't tell if she was a good egg or just in a good mood.
1: <laughs> well, sometimes that's all it takes, don't it?
2: I just kind of nod like, yeah.
1: Sure is. So you're coming down here looking for how to be a fae, but you're expecting to be told that you got to be all these bad things.
2: I don't know what I'm expecting. I suppose part me came down here thinking we would find lists and lists of fae that have done nothing but terrible things.
1: And I'm sure those lists exist. People do tend to focus on the negative more than positives.
2: That's how people survive.
1: It might be how people survive, but it's not how people should live.
2: I suppose. She looks like she's trying to gather her thoughts, but obviously having an out time with it.
1: You're, uh, you're making a face there.
2: What, was I? Oh, sorry. I am. Um, I don't know. There's nothing makes sense anymore. If you went through your life thinking you were one thing, and then you found out that you were in fact something else that something is known to do terrible things which is one of their defining qualities it seems sometimes then wouldn't it be difficult for you to not attribute every terrible thing that you have done to what you have found out that you are ah sorry that was let me try again i went my whole life thinking i was human only to find out that i empowered night fay, and just Hearing what people have to say about Fey As they react Thinking about Dixmere trying to kill us Dealing with the Fey myself what I Of what I have dealt with It is difficult Not to attribute every terrible thing That I have done to the fact that I am And have, well I've always been part Fay It has been a part of myself I had been trying to deny Because of this
1: I have a question Yes? You say that you've keep attributing the bad things you do to be in Part Fae?
2: Because they align quite well with this attribute that I have been informed of that they have.
1: Well, what about the good things? What do you mean? Well, if you attribute the bad things you do to be in Part Fae, why aren't you also attributing the good things?
2: Because whatever good comes from me seems to come from my human side. Or at least... The experiences I had when I thought I was human. I see nothing good coming from Fae. I see them, see us, as evil, selfish creatures who delight in misery and chaos.
1: What about that one that you said you saw in a good mood? Did she seem to delight in misery and chaos?
2: I don't know. I only spent a few hours with her. But no, she seemed to delight in comfort. She had a clock that could stop time.
1: I ain't mean, that nifty.
2: But even if there are Fay, who do not delight in madness and chaos, that can only mean then that I am... <sighs> Which kind of trails off.
1: You think you're a bad egg?
2: <sighs> I don't know.
1: Well, I don't know you all that well, so I suppose I couldn't tell you whether you are or not. But what are those close Do you think? Do They think you're a
2: bad egg? I suppose not.
1: Well, there you go then. Unless everyone you know is also a bad egg.
2: I have been trying not to be. But I, I don't know if that is just my human side trying to keep me from the madness of my fey side.
1: Madness of fey? You know, if the legend that uh, I told you about is true, then we're technically full fey. Long departed from the Feywild, maybe, sure, but...
2: What are you getting at?
1: I don't think I'm mad. If all Fey are wicked evil creatures and the Firbolgs are all Fey, well, that must mean we must be wicked evil creatures.
2: But you're not.
1: I know. But either we are or else your assumption's wrong.
2: Perhaps you have just been in this plane for so many generations that the madness has been nurtured out.
1: Unlike your family line. Hey, shut up. How far back does your failed lineage go?
2: Gods, I don't even know. I see your point. Oh, I'm not sure what to think.
1: Well, no one can tell you what to think.
2: That's a pals that's a worst, isn't it? No one can tell you what to think. But you you figure it out for yourself.
1: Yep. Gosh, I'd make things easier if we could just tell someone what to think. Wouldn't it? Then again, I suppose the bad eggs could tell people what to think, too. Hmm.
2: This is so confusing. There's a part of me that just wants to give in to the madness, but...
1: Another question. Yes? Before you figured you were Night Fae, did you feel like you were fighting anything?
2: No. Not not the same way I am now. Nothing within myself.
1: Okay, so then what changed since then?
2: Everything! Um, a lot.
1: Did something like in you change that you feel you have to fight? Did new things start happening or did you just change your opinion on old things?
2: More that I became more aware of what things meant.
1: Like liking to collect things.
2: Liking to collect things. Little voice in his ears is liking to do stuff like this.
1: (laughs) He laughs. Oh well, uh, that's a neat trick. You want to see a neat trick? Sure. Yeah, follow me. I want to. I want to show you something.
2: We yeah, are like yourselves a pond.
1: <laughs> I know. I know it. Something different this way. Come on.
2: Okay.
1: And he leads you around several different shrubs and bushes, and at one point you lose sight of him for half a second,
0: uh-huh.
1: and then come around to an empty pathway where he's no longer in front of you.
2: Uh Silvaka Hello.
1: You suddenly feel two quick taps right in between your shoulder blades from behind. <gasps> Turn around and nobody's there.
2: I look pissed off. <laughs> it's not a neat click, that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly
1: you realize that Silvaka is standing right in front of you, but his skin and clothing has changed color to match what's directly behind him. And it fades away.
2: How did you do that?
1: Uh, that's a trick almost all fur can do.
2: Vanish? Briefly, yeah.
1: There isn't much call to use it in everyday life anymore. It used to be a way of hiding from people.
2: Camouflage.
1: Yeah. But since we don't need to use it for uh, survival so much anymore, most people just use it if uh, they want to prank somebody or get some alone time. So you like to play tricks. So what?
2: If that was all it was, she gets kind of a pained look on our face. I torture a person who does. Well, scare a person who does. Oh.
1: He looks a little shocked. And then his face goes back to its normal calm state.
2: Not because I had to. Well, I mean we we did we did have to, but the point is I enjoyed it. I I was exhilarated by it and <sighs> causing that amount of pain, feeling that amount of cruelty it touched a darkness inside. And I've been fighting a devil since, but I can't fight it anymore. Question. Hmm?
1: So you, you 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 tortured a guy to death. I sure did. That was a bad egg thing to do. Yeah. Are you sorry for it?
2: truthfully Not even a little bit.
1: Then I'd say you have some issues to work out. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs>
2: I have an old subscription.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: An entire subscription to work out.
1: But again, what does this have to do with being a night fae?
2: Because fae delight in this sort of thing. How do you know that? Because when I talked with the Moonlit King, he talked about pushing the children of his enemies out of window and finding it delightful. And so did I. Just like, I just fucking said that. Well, okay then. (laughs) got such a good therapist.
1: You think because your ancient ancestor liked to push people out windows that... Children. So an ancient ancestor of yours delighted in some bad things. And now you think that because he did, you have to. Or you do. Forgive me for saying so, but I think you're uh, trying to pass the buck. What do you mean? Well... You say you feel like there's something in you you gotta fight, and that it has something to do with you being Night Fay and that your ancient ancestor also delighted in killing. And who knows? Maybe he does. Maybe he did. Maybe a lot of Night Fay do. But being a Furbolg doesn't make me a good person. I think I'm a pretty decent person. Has nothing to do with me being a Furbolg. If you think you're an evil asshole, has nothing to do with you being Night Fae.
2: And that's almost the way else.
1: Life's all about our choices. If you're not liking your choices, maybe it's time to stop looking for excuses. Pardon me saying.
2: No, you You've got a point. What time is it?
1: Uh, I'd say it's actually about three by this point given all the reading you guys have done and Mm -hmm. the amount of talking so it's mid afternoon
2: my wife and I spent the last year and a half well she spent the last 19 years looking for three people who slaughtered their entire village it turns out they were part of an organization that methodically hunted down anything that was not As they saw it natural. I'm beginning to wonder if I am any better than those people. Certainly some of them put good into the world, but... I suppose you are right. I have some issues to work out. Yes, I sometimes wonder how I can even presume to be any better than any of them.
1: It's a bit of a cliche, but I tend to look at people like I do trees.
2: Trees? Hmm.
1: A good tree can occasionally produce a bad apple, but a bad tree can never produce a good apple. Sometimes good people do shit things. Sometimes I gotta cut off a branch or two that's not producing good things.
2: And the branch I've been trying to cut off has been my face side.
1: Seems to me like instead of hacking at a branch, you're hacking at the roots.
2: It is out to be a tree that sometimes produces bad apples, as you say when you see the tree next to you growing to be better and more beautiful than you know you could ever be then you start to wonder how big and beautiful could the tree next to you become if you weren't there are you just hindering the process because of the badness that you produce even if only on occasion
1: let's uh let's take a walk I want to show you something that's not here.
2: Okay. Take a walk, man.
1: He leads you out of the cave system and back up into the canyon. Out through the grove where you pass by Talia, Franya, and Adrian sitting out <laughs> by Talia. <laughs> is,
2: Adrian, is Adrian sitting? Yeah. And thinking, oh, my baby.
1: <laughs> and into the forest. Deep into the forest. You're walking for a good hour. Hmm with Silvaca not saying anything.
2: That's fine. I can be I can play as a quiet game really well.
1: And he eventually stops at the base of a wall of a tree. Goodness. This tree could be like thirty to forty feet in diameter. But then next to it is another tree. Not quite as big, but still massive. 15-20 feet in diameter. And all around are similar, just massive trees. None quite so big as the one he's led you to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You see this tree here? how not to? <laughs> yeah. Uh, best we can figure, this is the biggest tree in this whole forest here. In this whole grove that we've been protecting and uh, it's older than uh, just about anything. This area here survived uh, just about everything the world could throw at it. The Sundering, the wars and plagues, these trees here got to be, best we figure, at least five, 6000 years old. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? It is. Hmm. This tree over here, not quite as big, but is it is any less beautiful than the bigger one.
2: I don't know. How do you measure the beauty of trees?
1: Ah, that's fair. To me, they're just as beautiful. They're both growing, doing the best they can on their own. In fact, they're actually helping each other.
2: Oh.
1: Now you get underground, and the roots of these trees motion towards the next tree. That tree, and continues motioning all of these trees, all form together into one giant root system.
2: So they are connected.
1: All of them touching each other in some way, drawing water up from who knows how deep, all helping each other grow. And if there's one bad one among them, it doesn't hurt the rest. In fact, usually if there's a the bad one, the rest help it become a good one. I don't know you or your wife very well, but I like to think I got an eye for people. And what do you see? A couple of big trees helping each other grow. You got two little trees. Helping them grow.
2: I see your point. So it's... hard to say whether I... have any answers. (laughs) You
1: go looking for answers and you're... just as likely to get more questions.
2: It's true. The more I find out, the more confused I become. But I still don't know what I should do.
1: Well, from what you told me, sounds like you got maybe some branches to trim, and some growing to do.
2: I'm an adult, so...
0: You're
1: 22. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens to a tree when it stops growing? It means it's dead. Sure, the growth gets slower over time or gets less noticeable, but you're young.
2: I am not. I'm 22. Uh, I'll be 23 in the moon of storms.
1: I'm 425.
2: You look good. <coughs> I suppose when you reach that age, 22 seems rather infantile.
1: It certainly seems young. I have great-grandchildren older than you. Really? Odds.
2: How old do folks usually live?
1: Well, my grandfather went around uh, 600.
2: Oh. Hmm. i will look up at the tree. Does anyone ever made it to the
1: top? Oh yeah. You know, shapeshifting helps a bit.
2: Oh, I suppose.
1: If you mean has anybody, like, humanoid form hand over hand climbed up?
2: Well, humanoid form.
1: Nope. Can't say anybody has. People usually uh, fly up or uh, will go sound something like a squirrel or something.
2: Hmm. When Talia is able to shapeshift, I doubt she will ever want to have anything to do with something that has wings.
1: Ah, well, her loss, I suppose.
2: <laughs> Indeed. I quite like flying.
1: Oh, you can fly, huh?
2: Hmm. Can't all fae?
1: I've never managed it outside of a bird form. Hmm.
2: It might just be a night fae, in.
1: Well, hey, there you go. One point in favor of being a night fay.
2: <laughs> and I can speak as animals.
1: Oh, good for you.
2: And open doors to the fae wild. Nifty. Look at him, like, aren't you shocked by this?
1: Well, I can open doors.
2: Well, that's true, you did say that.
1: You want me to open a door right now? No.
2: No. No. No, it's best I stay away.
1: He looks confused. Why?
2: Have you ever been outside when it is cold, but not so cold that you realize that it is cold? You do not realize how cold you are until you go inside into a warm room with a fire.
1: Well, I suppose I never thought of it, but yeah, I suppose so.
2: Such so is what it is like going into the Feywild. For me,
1: you feel cold.
2: I feel warm, and I didn't realize how cold I was.
1: You know, I'd be lying if I said I didn't understand. There's a a certain homey feel into the Feywild.
2: I wouldn't quite call it Omi.
1: Well, maybe that's just a furbolt thing.
2: <laughs> Perhaps. But there is something that is comforting about it. And the frightening thing is that what is comforting is the madness of it, the violence. Uh... <sighs> also there's a very powerful face that I managed to piss off.
1: Oh well I mean that's a good that's a good enough reason to stay away from any place. He
2: he really deserved it though.
1: This is this one of the bad eggs you met then? Yes. Now the question is, is he a good tree producing bad things or a bad tree producing bad things? Does it matter? Well, if he's a good tree that's just dropping bad things, that means you can usually find the good things that they do too.
2: He is not a tree at all. He is a virus. Training's a tree's of. What makes them vibrant. But it doesn't matter. You say
1: that a lot.
0: Lord, I don't know it. Fuck off.
1: You talk about something and then you dismiss it and say it doesn't matter. But it mattered enough to talk about.
2: It does not matter enough to dwell on. And yet you do. Well, I shouldn't. Perhaps I'm just reminding myself that I should not.
1: Doesn't seem to be working. What time is it? Uh, it's coming on about 6 now.
2: Mm-hmm. Or
1: 5, 6, somewhere in there. So the sun's like on its way down. Mm hmm. Oh, we should probably get headed back.
2: Yes, I think that'd be a good idea. Talia should be finished with your sitting for the day.
1: Uh, I remember when I had to do that.
2: Do all droids have to do this? Hmm,
1: <laughs> nonsense. Your Talia is progressing kind of fast though.
2: Is she? I suppose she is predisposed to it. Suppose so. Helps being part animal. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Wild West presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. It helps us out a lot and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media and you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We'll also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that too in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public does. Plus, you'll get exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DM and player notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Natalia Argent-Grey is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent-Grey is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Selene's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit Esperar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at BiddyTarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.